0: it's often our job to help others in future seeing we want to help others avoid running headfirst into a brick wall sometimes people talk to us casually and say hey chris uh, how's it going oh by the way uh, i've got this thing going on it it doesn't feel good or uh, hey chris uh, i don't agree with uh, my family and therefore i'm not happy or uh, hey Chris my kids are stressing me and therefore and sometimes those conversations are casual they're not paid they're not professional um, and they're light uh, and I think it's really important to recognize that we we do have in a sense an accountability to help as many people as we can in life So, I wanted to go through today in future seeing one of the uh, the ways that we can help others see their future as well as us see our own. So, there are three idiosyncrasies of human beings that can cause all of their problems. The first idiosyncrasy is being stuck in the past. The second is being stuck in the present. And the third is being stuck in the future. Let me just describe these three person who's stuck in the past will have fear, a lot of fear of the future. So they will be reluctant to go places or do things other than the things that they want to do. So they will fear failure, they will fear getting hurt, they will fear things because they live in the past, they've got memories of the past that are still emotionally engaging to them. (laughs) And if we have an emotional engagement with anything that's going on, that's gone on in our past, like, oh, I had a poor childhood, or I had this problem, or my dad wasn't this, or my first partner wasn't that, or this job was really bad, therefore I've got this problem. If If we've wrapped up the past into a series of sequential stories, we will fear, especially if they're negative, we will fear repeating. And the fear of the future becomes a fear of repeating the past. So people who are stuck in the past fear the future. And they will become hyperventilated, stressed, uh, and what might appear to be paranoid about certain behaviours of their children, certain uh behaviors of the you know of you certain behaviors of their team their business because although they know the direction in which they need to travel they fear on that direction bumping into a, a, a quicksand or they fear a tiger or a, or a lion or they fear a bear or a chicken or a snake they fear Something along the trail in, in going forward and therefore they are reluctant to go forward along that trail because they're still wallowing in the past of a memory that they either experienced, was taught or um, watched on TV. So their brain will hold a picture in the past of something that, that was really awful uh, to them, a the perception, and then they, of course, they don't want to repeat that so they'll become very nasty and very mean and very uh, angry if you ask them to go down a path that is not is the, that could possibly embrace some of the things that occurred in their past a person who says oh i was persecuted as a child i was a victim as a child Fears being persecuted and victimized as an adult, and so they want to make their own decisions. They they don't uh, they don't want even their own children making choices for them. They become obsessed with control, obsessed with going down the direction that they choose, which they believe is going to be painless. They believe that the future is going to be without any drama at all because they had drama in the past. They're choosing a road ahead. They even choose their partner is one that's compliant because they didn't have a compliant parent or they were compliant and they fear being compliant, so they want to be dominant, a dominatrix or a dominator. So... There's the first group of people who are stuck in the past, therefore fear the future. And that is a a massive percentage of the world population, around 33%. There's another group of people who are stuck in the present. Now, people who are stuck in the present will repeat the words, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel a hundred times a day. I like, I like, I like. So those people who are stuck in the present love Facebook. They, love, they don't like any person who intrudes on their present moment because this moment in time is the only moment in time that's ever bloody important because I've designed this moment in time to eliminate anything else but what I want. And what I want is not based on in the future, it's based what I want right now. So it's called instantaneous gratification, for want of a better word. So a person who's obsessed with instantaneous Instantaneous gratification is what's called a narcissist. They can't cope with anything. They have no leverage or momentum to get through anything that happens today because the future is not even presented to them. They don't consider what's going on today in relation to cause and effect. They just consider today, I'm hungry. That's the cause. There's food. There's the effect. Finished. But tomorrow they're overweight. I'm tired, there's TV, ah, beaut. Tomorrow, they're not fit. I um, just want to be with my friends. Tomorrow, they're poor. No, no, they blame the world for all this. And they say, I should be able to live in the present because I've read a book about it, be in the now. or the power of sexual gratification or the power of instantaneous gratification, the power of an orgasm. And these things are, are become the only condition on which they live the day. They wake up in time to have pleasure. They go to bed in time to have pleasure. They live their day in order. To, they try to choose a job. And they try to choose their people. And anybody who distracts that pleasure in the now is to be uh, guillotined including their children and their boss and their friends and their partner. So obsessed with the present is the second group of people, and there's 33% of people, who are addicted to meditation, addicted to things that cause uh, alcohol. They're addicted to things that cause pleasure in the present moment. That's addicted to the present. The third group of people, it's really strange, they're addicted to the future. Now, what we would call this group of people in the old days were greedy. So addicted to the future says, I want, 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 I want. And most of our children being brought up right now are being taught how to do that. There's an entitlement to the future, which basically says, what I've got in my mouth right now, I'm going to swallow it as quickly as possible whatever I'm eating, because I'm looking forward to the next mouthful. What I'm listening to right now, I'm going to listen to as quickly as possible because I'm looking forward to learning more things. What I'm doing right now is irrelevant. What I want is what I, can't, what I haven't got. I want what I haven't got. And that greed or that appetite for the future becomes an addiction. And this is called depression. Depression. Because the antidote to depression is to be in the moment, but the addiction to being in the moment causes narcissism and and instantaneous instantaneous gratification, which sabotages the future. So these three groups of people, stuck in the past, stuck in the present, stuck in the future, they are distinctly different. There's very few people who cross over borders. So when you say, oh, I know someone who does all three, no, they don't. They do one. And the effect flows on into all three. How do you fix it? Well, let's talk about what the universe will do to fix this problem, because nature can't cope with a uh, person being stuck in the past, stuck in the present, or stuck in the future, because that's not a human being. That's the ego. That's a, that's a, that's a broken mind. That's a broken, uh, unnatural, out of its true nature, human being who's educated itself through experience or book or whatever it is to operate out of harmony with nature's rhythm and doesn't evolve. Self-obsessed is not evolved. Other-obsessed is not evolved. Obsessed with the future is not evolving. Stuck in the past is not evolving, of course. So what would nature do? Well, stuck in the past brings upon us illness, because nothing brings us more into the present moment in time than losing something that, that allows us to exist. So we might even lose, uh, if we're attached very deeply to a relationship, we could say that is part of losing or a job. It's part of losing an identity. It brings us into a life-threatening environment which means nature is saying, value the moment. So illness, breakdown, break up, break off, all of those things are nature's way of saying, excuse me, you're stuck in the past. Time to move into the present. If we become obsessed with the present, that's another great drama because a person who's obsessed with the present will never get what they want, so they'll always be disappointed and disillusioned by the fact that when they wake up tomorrow, things aren't as they want them to be. Because they've lived for today. cause and effect has never played out in that person's mind. The person who's stuck in the present would rather sacrifice routine for pleasure. So you say to that person, I think it's really good time for you to um, um, maybe Go for an early morning walk. Well, you know what, I'll do it every second day because I want pleasure. It's time for you to stick out in this job and really knuckle down and see if you can get through this job. Well, you know, uh, it's not enjoyable, not having much fun. I don't like it and, you know, I want to get out of here. So a person who's stuck in the present uh, will always be wanting to go into the future. But the thing about that is when they get to the future, which is tomorrow, The fact that they've lived for the day means tomorrow they don't have what they want and that breeds in that person regret. So the person who's living for the present and stuck in the present is not acting in order to cause things in the future. They're acting to cause things in this day and their concept is if I summarize 50 great days, at the end of 50 great days, I will have the thing I want But that is not how it works. If I live today for tomorrow, if I live today for tomorrow, then I will have in 50 days what I want because I'm building towards something. So living stuck in the moment, uh, nature will withdraw success, withdraw the outcome that that person's looking for. I want to have a family. I want to have a partner. I want to have... But because they're living in the present, nature will not allow the thing they want to have to arrive or take the things that they do have and lower them. So that's nature's way of dealing with something that's just caring about this present moment. And remember, nature destroys anything, doesn't fulfil its purpose. So the destructive nature of nature is quite obvious. Anything stuck in the past, she destroys its health. In fact, she destroys its life to bring it into the present to get it to evolve. Anything that's stuck in the present, just living in this moment in time, is not preparing for the future. Therefore, the future will not come to it. The third uh, part of this is to say there's another group of people who are stuck in the future. I want, 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 The problem with this is, and how you solve that, is what nature will do to a person who's stuck in the future. She will take away what they've got. So if you don't appreciate what you've got, you'll lose it. If you want to get things the way that you want, appreciate the way that you've got them. So the person who is living in the future may well sacrifice all joy and happiness of today in order to get what they want in the future. But as they go towards what they want, what they had will go away. So in order to get this right, it works like this. We need to let go the past, learn from it, and bring it into the present. The second part of this is to celebrate the present rather than live for it. And the third part of this is to live for the future. So it works like this. Celebrate the day. Appreciate what you've got. Live for tomorrow. That's nature's plan. It's not Chris Walker's. When we're helping people, we can see one of these three things. And the struggle with this conversation is that a person who's stuck in the past has identified, has created a personal identity with the past. They will tell you about their childhood. They will tell you about the job they used to have. They will tell you about how clever they were. They will tell you where they've been in the past. They're stuck in the past telling stories about it and therefore can't move into the future. So that person will get ill. The second group of people who are telling you how, how, how happy they are and how undisciplined they are and how much fun they have and how wild it is, that person will, in the future, live in a total world of hell because they will end up with no, nothing that they want. They'll end up overweight. They'll end up... Uh, uh, single, they'll end up... or Everything they want will not come to them because they've lived for the day. And all the problems of living for the day are the things we enjoy today aren't necessarily good for us in the future, cause and effect. And so what we do is we appreciate what we've got. We're thankful for what we've got. It's a daily ritual that you're taught in the Inner Wealth, the Power Hour. It's a daily ritual you're taught is to be thankful for what you've got, eternally thankful. Compliment people, which is a way of being thankful for how they are, not how they could be. Compliment, give praise, be thankful for what you've got. The third element of this is to know what you would like to build in the future. Have a plan, whether it's for one week, or one month, or uh, 100 years. It's not important. What's important is that what you will get in a, in a week, if you plan for a week will only be achieved if you live today for that plan. And so nature, if you're talking about universal laws, she destroys the past and learns from it, builds from it. She lives in the present. Everything functions perfectly in the present. Nothing's missing. It just changes in form. So everything, abundance, everything we want is right here, right now, in some form or another, exactly how it's meant to be. And if you don't appreciate what you've got, you'll lose it. Third, and most importantly in this conversation, the idea is that we need to, in some sense, map our future. Now, we do vision quest, but at the end of the day, we are in charge. It's not like the universe saying, oh, you ought to be a, a, a professor at a uni, or you ought to be with 10 kids in your family, or you ought to drive this sort of car. These are your choices. But when you make a choice and you don't do the things in the day that will build that choice. You sabotage your self-respect, your self-worth, your self-everything, because you come back to living in the now. And when you live in the now, you don't appreciate what you've got. When you're living in the now, you're, uh, in a sense, making decisions based on how it will affect you in the next 30 seconds. There's no momentum. And so you become, in the corporate speak, lack of resilience because there's no future to draw you through any form of hardship or any argument with another person this balance of the three and when a person comes to us and says please help me as they do in a casual way to me i say i can't because you're not suffering enough to change these three paradigms stuck in the future stuck in the present or stuck in the past These are identities people get. We cannot, unless that person is in deep suffering and we are professional, in other words, they volunteer to come into our purview and our expertise and knowledge and move through their stuckness, that person will dance around and tell you how doing more of what they're already doing is the actual solution to their problem. So somebody stuck in the past will say, look, if I examine my childhood over and over again, do some therapy, everything will turn out fine with my children. That's not the truth. All the problems of their children are caused by being stuck in the past, but they want to do more stuck in the past and regurgitate it and redevelop it and reprogram it and, and everything. So our, we identify solution with our identity And so we very often pour petrol on the fire. We very often go to what's caused our problems and do more of it. A meditator will do more meditation if they're not happy. But meditation is very much in the present. And a person who's stuck in the present looking for gratification, looking for instant gratification, will seek the ultimate instant gratification, which is meditation. And so they'll do more. Or they'll eat more. Or they'll look for more pleasure or they'll look for a partner that gives them more fun. But what they're basically saying is, I'm stuck in the, par- in the present. I'm going to look for a solution being- which is being more stuck in the present to solve the problem that are caused by being stuck in the present. The person who's stuck in the future will get depressed. They're, 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 they're all depressed, and they don't appreciate what they've got, and they're always hungry for what they haven't got. So they're always critical or not critical, or not appreciative of what they've got. And therefore, they get depressed. And if you ask the depressed person, what's the solution to your depression, the answer they'll give you is the future. (laughs) Be somewhere. Do something else. Uh, Fix everybody else. They'll go into the future. So for a person to change one of these three positions they've taken in life as their identity, for a person to change one of these three mindsets, they have to be suffering. And if they're not suffering and they don't come for professional help, which is pay somebody in a sense to lead them from the dark to the light, they will ask friends over and over and over and over and over again looking for people who will reinforce the paradigm as a solution. So all of this leads us to the solution. If you go into a guitar shop and pluck a guitar the guitar plays a string, C string. If you go around all the other guitars in the in the guitar shop and listen to all the other guitars, you if you listen carefully enough you will hear the resonance of that string you plucked in every string in the room. Vibration causes vibration. Things Uh, Vibrate according to their own kind. Leadership or healing or parenting or being a partner to somebody or helping somebody shift whether they're stuck in the past, present or future can be done easily as long as we go to the solution ourselves and we pluck the string. If someone's stuck in the past, we go to our present and celebrate it right opposite them, right in front of them, verbally. If somebody's stuck in the present, we go to our future and celebrate that verbally and emotionally with that other person. If somebody's uh, 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 stuck in the future, we come back to the present, and we talk about how beautiful the present is, and we appreciate what we've got. We become the solution. And this is the fastest and the most powerful and the most sustainable way to help a person who's not in a deep state of suffering and is asking for unprofessional friendship help. This is the, the best way to smoothly transition that person. It could be a parent, a partner, it could be a friend, it could be a child, This is the sm- or it could be a client, because clients don't volunteer, if, especially if they're being disruptive, they don't volunteer unless you're a life coach, to uh, to ask for healing. They volunteer to move to another job, or they volunteer. But quite often, what's limiting that person needs to be fixed, needs to be healed. And that confrontation of their identity, or our identity, is something you get used to after a while with Inner Wealth. You learn not to have one. You learn to have a, a, a morphing identity. You morph into the identity the world wants you to have. And we learn that there is no self, that self is a what is we have. Every human emotion is in every human being. And there's nothing ever missing, just changes in form. So we can morph from rock star to professor to uh, sport hero all the way across into the personality of a CEO of a Fortune 100 firm. We can morph into these characters. We have them all within us or we lack in some instances instances is the talent that was nature born into the individual, for example, to kick a left foot David Beckham goal. But we can morph into the character. And so uh, what's really important in this conversation is that we as inner wealth people and people who understand the universal laws are not stuck in an identity. And therefore, we don't have problems moving between past, present, future, or moving where we're stuck easily, but we must remember that others don't have such freedom. Other people who haven't been coached, who haven't done any self-development, are welded, welded, Wedded, married to their identity, their belief about how they should handle problems, how they should handle the present, how they should look at the future, and they're welded to those things. And we, as friends or family or foe or whatever it be, or colleague at work or a customer to, to or supplier to customer or whatever it be, do not have permission from that person to intervene at a level of identity which will cause great uh, discomfort to that person uh, 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 unless we're a healer, unless we're a leader and that person is suffering and they step forward to us and say I would like to pay you or would be prepared to pay you to help me through this position in life. To change the paradigm, to see it differently, to operate past, present, future differently. And that's all we've got. That's all it is. It's Not so complicated, but it's extraordinarily personal and extraordinarily deep. And it's extraordinarily uh, rude of us if we start to intervene in other people's stories. This is Chris. Please have a great day. Bye.